Blog Talk Radio. Gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. Brian, you know what? We have a mighty powerful, powerful woman on the show tonight. (laughs) Yes, we do. And you know what, Brian? We're going to talk about some things that that are very important that will, will help a lot of people that are struggling, that people uh, wrote off a long time ago that said that they wouldn't do this or they wouldn't do that. They pretty much just left them out there for dead, Brian. And and they never thought or never dreamed that this person or that person that's out there listening could do the things that they're doing right now. You you, you know what I mean when someone just, just, just look at you and says, judge your life based on where you are at the moment? Hmm. You know, it's funny because when people when when I when I'm in, when I talk to people, they always say stuff like, "Man, I can't believe you're doing this." You know, like people I hadn't talked to or seen in a long time. Like just last night, I had a friend who I hadn't talked to in over 15 years, and I actually found him on Facebook. And you know, we were talking back and forth over the over the computer, and he was like, "You got a show." What kind of show? You know, I mean, he was, like, completely surprised. So, you know, for me, it's no big deal when people, you know, look at my present because, you know, it, when they see it, they're, they're, I, I, like to, I like to have that shock value, that surprise. No, I understand. I understand. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, don't, that, that may not have that power and that strength that you do right now. They, they, there's a lot of people out there hurting there's a mm-hmm. lot of people out there that don't believe that they can live the dreams that they dream. There's a lot of people out there that are afraid to wake up and attack their dreams like they should. And, Brian, believe it or not, there are a lot of people out there that are not seizing the moment. You have mm-hmm. right now. Right now is the most important time of your life, right now. And you have decisions that you need to make. You make it up in your mind first, then you go out and you do it. But mm-hmm. until you make it up in your mind, you will never do it. And that's the thing that we want to talk about tonight. We want to talk about what people are believing, what people are hearing. And most importantly, Brian, what are the mindset of people? That's important. Yeah, absolutely important. You know, I, I think it, the most important thing about what we're going to talk about tonight is not just what's on your mind, but where do you expect that to, your mind to take you? You know, but your you mind, I mean, any, anything, anywhere that, that you think about going, your mind is going to have to make those parts of your body get you there. So we want to know, you know, and I think we'll learn this, but where can your mind take you? Mm. And what's the topic for tonight, Brian? The topic for tonight is, and let me pull up my screen here so I can blog back and forth with my listeners, but it's what's your mindset? Wow. What's your mindset? What what is your mindset? Brian, you know, I think people I think people are tired of hearing from us. I think they want to hear from a a, a prettier voice that's about to come on. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. With us tonight we have a wonderful special guest who's the, the executive director and executive director rather of sales with Ameriplan USA, the largest consumer driven healthcare company in America today and the creator of the fastest-growing website, SixFigureMommies.com, and finally, Benefits.com. We have with us tonight the lovely Miss Sakira Casado. Hello, 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 everyone. <laughs> Welcome Thank to the Abundance Solutions Hour. Hi, how are you guys? Hi, Brian. Hi, Greg. Hello. You know hello. I'm I'm so glad that you're on. We you and I we've been conversing back and forth 
but it's time. It's time. Yes. It's time to seize that moment. And you have so many people listening in tonight. Oh, my goodness, people listening. But, Zakir, you know, we want to jump right into what you're doing right now. You and I talk. There's a lot of women out there, a lot of young girls, teenagers, that are in uh, the position that you used to be in a long time ago, and they feel that where they are right now, it can't get any better. Right. What would you tell them? Well, uh, Greg and Brian, what I can simply tell them is this, is that, um, you know, right now I'm 24 years old, and going back a little bit, when I turned 17 is when I found out I was going to be a mother. And um, like any case, you know, that takes a lot out of you. You know, you have to assess, you know, how your life is going to be lived, because now you have to take care of um, children. <laughs> you have to raise children. But I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys. In the very beginning, uh, for me, all I was thinking about was this, the, the stage of, 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 of having a baby, you know, taking care of that child. And, and once you realize that you have to raise um, these, what I have is my little men, into the very thing that they're going to become in the future, life gets a whole lot serious when you start taking that perspective. And what I can say to the young ladies out there who um, may have may be in a, a rut or may be in a situation where they feel that their life isn't going to be better or they're limited because they have children, I want to impart on you that it's not they are not the reason why you should not go and move forward. They should be the reason why you should move forward. And um, what I did uh, very young was I started placing myself around people who were positive, who were doing better than I, who looked the way that I wanted to look, who spoke the way that I wanted to speak, who had the things that I wanted, started picking their brains, asking questions, probing them, and I wanted to know. I wanted. I was an information bandit, and I wanted to know how I can be like them. So my first thing that I would tell an individual who want to be more is that you have to do more. In order for you to get different results, you have to do different things. You have to be around different people. And it, it is definitely a um, you're going to get out of your comfort zone because you're going to be around totally different people. I'm not around probably half of the individuals that I used to be around in high school. Mm-hmm. It just can't happen that way because in order for you to grow up, you have to be around people who are moving ahead because wherever you're currently at today, that is where the people you are most closest to can get you to. They can't get you anywhere else. It's nothing personal. You know, um, I had a time where – you know, my friends would call me up, Kira, we going out, you know, we going to this place, we're going to that place. And I got to a point where I would rather sit home and read a book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you tell them, well, you know, I'm going to just stay in the house and read a book today. They're like, what? Read it? But we're going to the, we're going to the Elks, <clears throat> you know, to the Elks, you know, what you mean you're going to read a book? And what ends up happening is that you start separating yourself because now you're just doing different things. But you have to, number one, make that first decision to decide to move forward. And um, it is a transition, but that's why I would give the first advice is that first you have to decide. And um, a great individual at a conference I was at gave the definition of what decide actually means. And if you um, take the D-E away from the C-I-D-E of the word and um, go to the root of the word, it's always associated with something negative, homicide, suicide, genocide, and what it means is to kill. And when you decide something, you're killing off all of the options. And when, because people don't understand the power of words, if you understand what that word means, you're going to move forward. So that's what I would impart um, the first thing, that you actually have to decide that you want to do this or want to become better. And once you decide that, um, God will put the things in place in order for you to move ahead. Wow. He said a mouthful. I like that. Decide. You know, <laughs> I think the most important thing is, you know, when you listen to when, when, everybody that's out there listening, when you listen to, and I don't want to sing, sound like I'm picking on you, but when you listen <laughs> to young people, you rarely hear them talking like this. You right. rarely hear it. You know, and, it, and some people say it takes a special person. No, it just takes somebody that's dedicated in what they believe in. Right. So 
how you know with that being said, how important is a belief system when it comes to success? Um, I think it's very important, if not the most important thing, that you have to have um, a strong belief because, number one, um, in my opinion, because I was asked the question earlier, what is your mindset? Um, And my mindset is set in stone that because I am a child of God, I am made in the image of him, that everything in your mind will become. And what I mean by that is because, um, you know, what – subconsciously your mind is going to give you whatever you're putting in. Because a lot of times we think that what we say and what we do is important, but to me the most important thing is what um, actually is going into you. And if you listen to what most people are listening to on a day-to-day basis or watching what they're watching and what they have in front of them as role models, as young people, you can't really get mad at the result that we have. Wow. Hmm. Mm. So what you're saying is they need to take a little bit more responsibility of their environment, of the people that they're around and the people that they they choose to associate with. Absolutely. Because the best way I can give you an example, and with that being said, I do want to give um, honorable mentions to to my pastor at my church, at Community Baptist Church, in North Plainfield because he did a sermon that basically summed it all up. And he was given an example of how we all, um, we're all designed to build our own arcs. He was using the example of the story of Noah. And he was talking about how, you know, these people came around and they, you know, they ridiculed him, but he was, he was, he believed that he needed to build an ark and we all have to build our own arcs in our life. And that if you put a boat or an ark or whatever the case may be on a, on a, on a, uh, um, a bed of an ocean or whatever, a water environment, it's going to do what it's supposed to do. But once that water begins to, to um, get rough and the waves start going, um, that boat is going to begin to shake and rock and move and do crazy things. But there's nothing wrong with the ark. It's the environment that the ark is in. Mm. So when he said that, it was such a powerful sermon. I, I mean, I listen to it all the time. I said, could you please just do it for me? When you think of it in that terms, it's never the boat. It's never what the person is in. It's the environment the person is in. But at the same token, all of us have the ability to decide to get out of that environment, to put yourself in a different um, group of individuals, to listen to certain things. If you're in a bad environment, plug some, you know, instead of using technology as just a convenience, use it as um, a means to get ahead. You know, I have an MP3 player, but I have no songs on it. No songs. I have nothing but things that are thought-provoking for my mind to develop because what's so funny to me is that, you know, you go through all of this schooling. I mean, you start school. You know, my son just started kindergarten. He won't be out of school until high school if he decides to go to college. And, you know, you're going through this educational process, but yet when you get into your career, you stop growing. There's, I don't understand that. Why do you stop make, uh, doing the things that you were taught to do? Just do it in more productive ways. You know what I mean? Like it's just, why stop? So well, I know, think that – go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, you know, I think life is – that's what life – life is a whole term of learning. Right. You know, you're going to learn until you die. Even if it's something that's minute and simple, I think you're always in a learning process. And when you begin to stunt that learning process, when you begin to do things to where you can't, if you can't be taught anymore, you begin to die. Absolutely. The greatest leaders can be taught something. And you should always be open for more information. In my opinion, I believe, and I always say, my saying is, it's, it's okay to be great. Someone told me it was okay to be great. I was at a very low point in my life. And that, that one little word said, that little sentence said, he said to me, it's okay to be great, Kira. And from then on, I stuck to that, and I said, it's, all, it's okay to be great, and there's always room to be greater. I leave that right on my answer machine to remind people that, yes, you are where you are now, but you should always want to shoot for better. 
Mm. You know, I, I really believe that a lot of people, when they're in this valley and they're in this dark period in their life, which I, I they think it's a dark period. Right. So I believe a lot of things that happen to us, they happen for a reason. I think we need those dark days sometimes so that we Absolutely. can really realize who we are and what we can do. But but it, it it's really hard when you have someone that's battling suicide, that's battling that's within, that, that was molested, and, and, and maybe, you know, someone out there that's listening right now going through divorce, and someone may have been raped. I mean, some ugly, they're dealing with some ugly, ugly issues. But I want to tell them just like the same thing that you're doing. If you hold on and you fight and you stand, when you know what you're doing is right, if you stand, stand firm and know that tomorrow will be a bright day, things will get better. Things Absolutely. will get better. And Brian have heard me say this so many times. Mm-hmm. The things you think about the the strongest, those things will become the strongest. With that being said, Zai, you know, when you're dealing with young women, and that's something that you do, does it ever take you back to that period, that dark, dark period when you didn't want to leave the house and you didn't want to open the drapes in your home and you just wanted to just not talk to anybody? Do you ever go back down that road? Um, yeah, sometimes they, they bring me back um, because I see myself in them and, you know, you know, similar things happen to similar people. And, you know, especially with teen moms and, you know, I work with a teen mom organization. I volunteer my time with them and I listen to some of their their um, triumphs and also some of their setbacks. And it always makes me remember where I was at. And what I try to give to them is that uh, what I the way I see things today is if it's not a blessing, all it is is a lesson. If it's not a blessing, then it's a lesson for you. If you're going through a rough time, this is just your character building stage. Maybe God just wants to see if you're strong enough to um, to carry some of the things that may come down the line. And um, you just have to have that mindset because you're, if you're uh, one of our leaders always says, if you're not in a problem, you're headed to a problem. And if you're not headed to a problem, you just got out of one. It, it doesn't, nobody is excluded from that. No one is special from that particular cycle. It's an ongoing cycle, and it could just be a trial. You know, it could be a trial to see if you can handle it. Um, and this really a quick story um, from a, a friend of mine called me up, um, one of my great, great friends um, doing phenomenal um, that live out there in the Montclair area. Um, I remember I got a phone call or I might have called him and we were just talking or whatever. And he was like, yeah, you know, I got into this, this bad accident and, you know, I'm going to be sued by this major corporation. And this particular individual, I know for a fact, is going to make it. I know he's going to be successful in everything that he does because he's disciplined and he, 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 he practices the principles of success. And I said, wow, you were going to be sued by who? <laughs> and he was like, why are you saying wow? Like, are you crazy? I said, well, don't you realize what's happening? Like, you're moving up in a different bracket. Some people, the little small people don't get sued by companies like that. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, it was a a crazy situation. He's like, I I guess you're, I hope you're right. But I'm like, that's amazing. Like, you're really stepping it up because you know how the old saying goes, more money, more problems. Mm -hmm. And you just have to take heed to that. You have to take heed to that and be on guard that you're going to be hit with different trials. Now, the way that you um, you respond to that and go into the whole word of the responsibility, I'm, I'm big on words and the, what they really mean. And if you break down responsibility, that simply means you have the ability to respond. All it is is a situation. As long as it didn't kill you, it can't, it can't be that bad. That's it. So anything that doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right. <laughs> and the thing about it, that's an old saying that still holds true today. Absolutely. Yeah, I just want to say real briefly, the callers, we see you on the line. Hold on. We're going to try to get to you as soon as we can. But, you know, I want to ask this question, and and I always try to, you know, line my questions with a reason. Right. You know, we, yesterday we talked about uh, we were over at uh, in an agency, and Greg and I spoke there, and we were talking about 
effective communication. And we talked about, you know, how some people think that they're communicating effectively, but, you know, they don't really know because you never really, you know how you get the response that you're looking for, but you don't realize that you didn't effectively communicate to that person, but they kind of figured it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say in your walk, have you found that it's so much easier to be an effective communicator but rather than just telling somebody, I just need this done? Right. <laughs> and it's funny you put that question up, Brian, because that was one of my biggest struggles. Um, I had um, a, well, not a situation, but I just wasn't a great communicator at all. And, you know, I I talked really fast. I didn't pronunciate my words. And my most frustrating hurdle to get over was to help make people understand what I meant. (laughs) And um, now today what I did was I, you know, started asking questions. If you pronounce the word I never heard, I would keep asking you to pronounce it for me. I started looking for words of the day, um, you know, and different things like that to build my vocabulary. And now absolutely it changes everything. Um, It changes your response to individuals. Um, I'm from individuals. And um, you're just able to get over, you're you're able to deliver a message because that's all we really are as messengers. And if you can't deliver the message in a way in which you're trying to help an individual or try to get get the message to them without hurting them, because I'm very um, uh, um, conscious of people's feelings because I can't stand when my feelings get hurt by words. And that's another triumph, um, a situation that I had to get over or things I had to get over was that words used to hurt me more than anything. So I think um, with going back to, like, what we just talked about, because a lot of times people will hurt me with words and different things like that, and knowing that I need to communicate better, those different trials led me up to the point of knowing to be conscious of people's feelings as well as um, just being able to speak. So I think that's by far very important because if you can't get the message to an individual, then it's like, it's like, you know, it's like the blind leading the blind or the desolate, however that saying goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we understand exactly what you mean. I think the callers understand it. The listeners understand that as well. One, one thing I, I wanted you to um, talk about was facing, facing our fears. So many people out there, based on what the economy says, are going to fall. A lot of people are losing their homes. A lot of people are losing their jobs. And they're afraid to start their own business, not knowing that they they can actually do it. But there is a fear. There's a fear that that they believe in others more than they believe in themselves. They believe that the job that they have uh, is the backbone uh, of their future, which isn't true. How can someone that's facing this fear, they're, they're, they're at a crossroad now, they want their dreams to come true, but they're afraid to go after them? Um, well, the biggest fear or the the biggest um, cure to fear is what we're taught is, is through action. Um, I mean, you can you can live life being scared, but you're going to never achieve your goals. So I think the first thing they need to do is figure out what they really want. Okay, because if you if you know where you, what you want and you know where you want to go, um, that fear will become smaller and smaller and smaller. Because if you're not if you're focused on the fear, you're never going to do it. You're never going to take actions to do it. But just like um, I was actually an introvert at one time in my life, I barely talked. The only time I talked was when I was around my, my, my first cousin. That's the only time. But when I was in the in any kind of setting with professional people, I was very intimidated. I didn't speak. And once I started focusing on Zakira Zaire Hopkins, my five- and six-year-old sons, and what I wanted for them, that fear, you, are you really seriously going to allow saying a few words to this person going to stop you from getting to there? And once you focus on what it is, you have to figure out what it is that you want. Because if, if you put them, if you put like a, a T-chart and put what you want and what your fears is, you go, wait, this is just dumb. 
I don't want to get to that bigger house and that beautiful car and 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 looking the way I want to look because I don't want to talk to somebody. So are you saying that we should allow we what, what we should do is let our desires be greater than our fears? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Because if you if you know what your wants are, if you know what your desires are or your purpose, you will spend less time focusing on why you're not doing what you're doing. And then once you understand what you really want to do or what your desires are, what what your what your what we call your passion, whatever your passion is, whatever when you talk about it, tears roll in your eyes or you get so happy you could be upset and if you think about that, the adrenaline starts rushing and you're just like, Oh, I can't and you can envision that and you you feel like, you know, you're getting warm inside. Whatever that is, whatever that feeling whatever makes that feeling come with inside inside of you, um, that's what you need to focus on because then you'll start figuring out what you should do. Then you'll start figuring out how you should do it. And then whatever the fears are, I believe that would eliminate them. And then once you start taking action, baby steps, you know, you don't have to necessarily do a 360 and just start walking out there and figuring it out. But I believe that people are, are walking around this planet because they're there to help you. They know somebody that knows somebody that you need to know. So, you just have to get the information or figure out who you need to, to get to. There's lots of things out there that you could do. And there's too many things out here. I mean, we live in a land of opportunity. And it, it, it's mind-boggling to me, um, Greg, how so many people from foreign lands come here and pro- become prosperous because I think people today don't value the opportunity that we have. Mm-hmm. We have so... Yes. Right. I mean, we have access to libraries. We have access to the Internet. We don't have the political restraints that some of these countries have. So we have ample opportunity to become anything that we want. I mean, I just was in a car with a, with a mechanic who's fixing my car, and he's from, I think, um, um, I don't want to say the wrong place, but he's not from here. And he um, was saying that, you know, I'm X amount of age, you know, he's over 30, and he said, and if I wanted to be a doctor today, I can go and be that. And these guys out here don't see that. They can be anything that they want. They just have to do it. You know, that's the thing that's most compelling to me. I mean, Greg and I, and when you were talking about passion, immediately I started thinking about what my passion is and what Greg's passion is. And, you know, both of us, we have this passion for helping people. Right. You know, and... If you're ever around us for any amount of time, it becomes absolutely evident of what our passion is because we will go into work mode in a heartbeat. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and and I got to come up with a word for it, you know, because when you see Greg get, when you, it's like a, it's a beautiful thing to see somebody working in their passion. Right. And when I see Greg working in his passion, I get excited. Right. You know. And I want to do more in my passion. He's sort of like, we sort of like, we motivate each other. Right. You know, but a lot of times these kids, these young people out here don't have anybody to model themselves after. Right. You know, so what do you, what do they, you know, what do you do when they don't have good sound role models? Right. Um, well, I'm pretty sure you just have to look or, you know, you know, they say prayer and the power of prayer, things can happen. And, you know, you have to be, you have to find a a place or a, a, a group of individuals who are doing other things. You know, they, they're, they're couple, there's plenty of them out there. You just have to uh, notice them because what I notice or what I find is that, the law of attraction will come into place once you make the conscious decision that that's where you want to go. And I, in my particular life, for example, where I, where I go to church at, um, I was looking for a church home, but I wasn't like in the papers going, um, okay, I'm going to try this one this week, that one this week. I had an individual who kept coming to me over, t- he came to me eight times before I actually went to the church. And and what happens is God will put people in, in front of you that you need 
to get to where you want to go. And, it, and it's like, I don't know. I don't want to sound like, you know, uh, some people, well, how do you, what do you mean? You know, if you really want it, it will come to you. That's just like I was sharing with Greg not too long ago. I got into this car accident. And I had uh, about five, six people tell me it's impossible that that car is going to get fixed without you spending over four or $5,000 for it, and the car is not worth it, so you might as well go find a new car. And I said that car is, in the, is a great car. It's in great condition. Somebody is going to fix my car for me, and I'm going to have that car. And I, every person who told me, no, they're great mechanics. They're very known in the Plainfield area. And I just kept saying, okay, great, thanks for your time but keep it moving because I'm going to find the person that I'm looking for. And um, so, and um, just so happened, uh, the person who decided they were going to help me try to fix it said, well, let's go take a look at um, this Volvo that's being used for parts. So we went there, make a long story short, the guy ended up being a Volvo specialist. He only works on Volvos, and he's a collision specialist. And he said, I will do that car for only $1,200, and you can pay installments or whatever the case may be. And I said, thanks. You know, I, you know, I said, you know, thank you very much. And compared to the quotes that I was getting before, by far it makes no sense that I have this deal. But when you focus on it, it will come to you. That's it. That's it. You know. That's just okay. Go ahead. I was gonna say I want to go to the callers. I want to give some of them an opportunity to ask some questions or make comments and. If you're listening to the show and you have questions or comments, feel free to call in. The number is 718-508-9600. That's 718-508-9600. And we have a lot of callers on the line. And I would like to go to the caller from the 973 area code. Caller, you're on live with the Abundant Solutions Hour. Caller, you? All right, maybe they're just in listening mode, and that's quite fine. Let's go to the next caller in the 862 area code. Caller, you're on live. Okay, we got a lot of listeners here. And that's quite fine. You know, I, I thought he said something. I'm not sure, oh. but I thought I heard him say something. Okay, let's go back. Let's 862, try let's try it again. 862 area code. Uh, yes, this is Anthony Hinton from South Orange, New Jersey. Hey, uh, I'm, uh, how you doing? doing good. I'm just calling because I've been I'm listening to Kara, and she is a phenomenal leader. She actually is my leader. And, uh, and the things that she do say, that she is saying, is most definitely true. If you want it bad enough and you focus on it, that you will get it. And... It's definitely true what she's saying. That's all, all right. I had to say. Thank you so much, Carla. That that <laughs> that sometimes we need that validation. Sometimes we need that uh, confirmation, and, and that's mm-hmm. so true. Go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Confirmation. <laughs> and Tony, Tony, thank you for that comment. Um, and Tony is one of our um, individuals in our in our organization that's doing phenomenally well. Um, he's one of those people who came in and um, had a slow start, but really, really um, through some personal development and going through the trainings and being consistent enough, he is really making things happen. We really, the team is so proud of you, Tony, and thank you again. Yes, and Tony, it's your mindset. It's your mindset, and it sounds like he's he's getting there. I think once we tap in, Zachariah, I, I really believe that it's all about tapping in to, to right. the, the inner us. Because it's there, we're all equipped with it. Uh, nobody is greater than anybody. It's just a matter right. of your mindset, and that's why when we when, when we were just so glad to uh, book you to come on the show, that was the first thing that just popped in my head. What's your mindset? Your mindset. And as I talked with you over the weeks coming up to tonight, I mean, you really blessed me, and you really encouraged me. You may not know that, but you really encouraged me because every time I talk to you, your energy level is always high. It's really, really right. high. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Brian, let's go to another call. I see one from the 732 area code. All right, 732, you are on live with the Abundant Solutions Hour. Hello? Yes, sir. Hello. Hey, Kiara, how are you doing? 
Hi, Ralph. How's it going? Good, great. Listening to you here, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just wanted to say that she, like Tony was saying, she is a phenomenal leader. Uh, she's inspired me, although I've been doing some other things right now, but she's been an, an inspirational leader. She believes in what she says that she does, and she is definitely a go-getter, you know. And, and like you said, you keep God's person in your life, there's nothing that you can't accomplish. And like you said, you have to have that change of mindset that we're going to get up and do something and make something of ourselves, you know. And that's the only way you're going to, you know, do something different and, 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 and get successful in it because everybody else is doing it. Even with the economic downturn that we're in right now, you can still be successful in this country. Yes, and that's so true. And, brother, it sounds like you're on your way to some big, big things. Stay positive. It's going to happen for you. And I, if you don't give up, if you don't stop, and if you don't quit, that's it, will it will happen. That's right. Thank you so much, Ralph, for that. Ralph is another great leader in our group, doing well, him and his wife, Lavanya, um, out there in the Plainfield, New Jersey area. Um, I love you guys so much, and thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Yep. Thank keep, you. It up, keep up the good work. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Brian, we have another one uh, from, the, from the 973 area code. I think it's 973-399. Let's go to them. All right, 973, you are on live with the Abundant Solutions Hour. 973? All right, maybe they're just listening, and that's quite great. <laughs> Let's try the 908 area code. Caller, you're on live. Hello? They're just listening. That's, that's okay. They're just listening. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break from some of the callers, and we're going to ask some more questions ourselves. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say all the callers that are still on the line, please be patient. We'll get to you. But, you know, I, I had a question about um, m- mindset methods. Because, see, a lot of people that I talk to say that, it's not easy to change your mind about something that you've been involved with for so long, you know, especially when I talk to a lot of youth that have been in trouble or young adults that have been in trouble with the law, and, you know, they say, this is all I know. You know, that's one of the common things I hear. Oh, yeah. This is how I grew up. This is my hood and my people, and this is all I know how to do. You know, or even people who may have recently lost a job and, you know, they can't find work in their particular field, and they'll say, well, I don't know how to do anything else. You know, how is it possible for you to change your mindset, the method of which you go about thinking? Um, Brian, that's a great question. I think that's probably one of the most challenging things for individuals when they have to make a change. And um, like I was sharing with the a gentleman, he, they said the same exact thing that you said that um, I forget what you just said that quick, but you, you whatever the excuse you always give. And I said to him, you know, there is, it's, with anything it's work, you know, there is, is going to be, you have to take a paradigm shift in your thinking, but you have to do things differently, um, you know, because without change, I mean, if you want to change, you got to change. You got to change the thing, the things that you do, and it's almost like if you take the analogy of, you know, not saying one is better than the other, but if you have like a a Microsoft computer or a Microsoft software, in order for you to go from Microsoft to Mac, it's totally different wiring, different programming, it's different everything, and um, you know, it's different uh, software you have to use, and all of these different things that you have to do to transition over from Microsoft to Mac. And although it may seem impossible, it's very possible. And, um, again, they have to want to do something different. They have to want to change. I think, you know, a lot of most people need to change. But I think that, again, going back to the beginning of the call, they seriously have to want to do it because if they don't want to do it, then they won't. But, you know, there's great books out there. There's thousands of books out there. There's thousands of programs that you could watch and, and thousands of um, shows like, like 
what you guys do, um, Greg, you know, this isn't the first time I've ever been on one of your calls. Your calls are phenomenal. They're thought-provoking. They make you think and go, well, maybe there is a different way to live, you know? And and the problem is, is that they don't see anything different than what they're currently seeing, you know what I mean? And then it's almost like they need a new set of eyes almost. They need to go get a different prescription. And um, that's probably one of the most challenging things. But there's uh, there's many ways the Internet you know, if I, you know, you can, you can Google anything. You can Google how I just got laid off. What do I do? And you'll get plenty of things to pop up. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. But you know, you what? might even see my website up there. Yeah. I'm going to ask you this question real quick, Brian, before we get to another caller. But I want to ask you this question that a lot of people on the call, they probably never thought about this. But it's it's a powerful. I mean, it, it will make you cringe because Zai, you're gonna have to answer it now. It's not a hard question, but it's one. It's an uncomfortable question because a lot of people uh, they don't know how to deal with it. And the question is, what do you do about negative family members? Oh Lord, why are you asking me that question? Knowing my family on the line. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you do when your family don't support the teams, when, when they're negative, and you know we have those. We're just being real. We're, we're talking about our dreams here. It's really, really important, and we have to address it. Uh, how mm-hmm. do you deal with just negative people in your family? How do you deal with that? Well, Greg, 90% of this now is just joking. You have to love those people from a distance because it's that serious because this is my vision. And me, my particular case is I have a lot of individuals in my very immediate family. Like I can't get rid of them if I wanted to family um, that are very negative. And once I started realizing that their negativity or negative um, energy is passed on, it's almost just like a disease. If your grandmother did it, your great-grandmother probably did it. <laughs> if, if this person thought that way, they probably just passed it on from, from whoever their parents are or whatever the case may be. There's a reason why people are negative. And, you know, some people just don't come from it or, or branch from it because, again, they, don't, they really don't know what their wants are or they go through different things. Because I believe that it's really not intentional. I don't think that they intentionally, people don't intentionally want to beat you down, but they're scared to see somebody do something that they know deep down inside they can do, but they're not doing it for those same reasons, which is fear. So when you, once you start realizing that, they're not really trying to hurt you in the long run. They don't understand what they're doing. And once you f- figure out that they really don't understand why they're, how they're hurting you, especially in most cases what happens with kids, and I know for me, kids don't, the problem isn't really what happens to children at young ages or when they get older. It's really be, the, the problem is they don't get to express how they feel about what's happening to them. And what happens is they bottle that up and they keep bottling it up, and then that's when the problems start happening in the future. So once you understand or express your feelings to the individual that's hurting you, and they'll probably still hurt you even though you tell them, like, this is hurting me, you have to just make a decision to love those individuals from a distance by any means necessary because once you become successful, your story may change them, and that's what I focus on. I focus on, yes, I may not see you every day like I used to. Yes, we may not speak every day because I have to do the necessary disciplines on a daily basis to make sure I reach that goal so I can come back to you because, you know, those people who are most closest to you know you. So they're going to be opposed to you because they know all of the stuff that you did before you decided to be successful. <laughs> so you have, you have to prove to them because they don't think you're going to do it because they didn't, the person that they believed in way back when didn't do it. He's a drunk now on the corner and be at the bar all the, all the time. And the person they believed in in this part, in this, in, in their high school teacher or somebody, they don't teach no more. Whoever they put they put all the stuff in or all their belief into, if they didn't really become successful, um, then 
what ends up happening is why should they believe in you? <laughs> so once you t- distance yourself, and I believe and this is my vision, is that because I have done this, I have distanced myself from a lot of my family because I know that I have to do this for them. This is going to help them in the future, and then it doesn't feel that bad anymore. Mm. Powerful, powerful. Wow, you know what, that's confirmation for me because I was just talking to someone um, and I was telling them almost exactly what you said about, you know, because they were saying, well, you know, what if you never talk to that person again? You know, how how would you feel if something happened to them? And I was saying, you know, you have to look at it from the exact same standpoint. You know, right. and I was just I was just sending Greg a message. I said, "Wow, I needed that one because that's that's almost exactly what I said." I was I was telling the person. I said, "A lot of times you have to pull yourself away from that person so you can see what they look like from afar." Right. You know, he said because you're too close to actually see who they are. It's right. almost like if you're you know how if you're like right up in front of the mirror. Right. You know what I mean? You can't see everything. You know, you can't see that maybe your hair is not as straight or nice as you want it to look, or maybe you can't see your clothes aren't, that your clothes are wrinkled, you know, because all you can see is what's right there smack dab in the middle of your face. But as soon as you step back, now you can see those things that you may need to tweak a little bit, you know? Right. It's almost like... um there's this dish that my kids love, and it's it is a I do know how to cook though, but it's a box dish. <laughs> it's a box like hamburger helper thing that they like, and when you first put the meat in, then you throw in some milk and you throw in water and then you throw in the the uncooked noodles in a fry pan, mixed in with this mixture. You look like what are you making? But as it progresses, after you keep it on that eye for a little bit longer, you go, oh, okay, I'm ready to eat. But prior to what the problem is, is people judge you for where you are now, and they don't judge you for where you're going to go. They don't judge you by the, the daily thing that you do. They don't see the, um, what do they call it, compound interest. is what You know, compound interest uh, applies to everything. So they don't understand that, yeah, I'm on these conference calls, two or three or four times a week. Yeah, but this is what it's doing for me. Yeah, I'm on a book club call, but this is what it's doing for me. I'm going to church every single Sunday. This is what it's doing for me. They're judging what they see now, and they don't understand what's going to happen over comp- over that uh, when that interest builds because success comes quick. It comes, you know, your breakthrough comes quick, but it's that stage in between um, that people judge you at. And you can't, you guys just put a wall up and block them. Just got to not listen to them because I tell you, I know that my closest relatives and friends, I could repeat them verbatim. I have a great memory of the past <laughs> that told me I wouldn't make it. Who who said I? you done did it this long, don't do it, and quit, 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 quit. And I look at them and I go, you know, you. I have to understand also that people, the advice they give you isn't really what they think that you can do. They're telling you they don't believe they can do it. That's true. Mm. <laughs> And what I say to people is, I didn't ask for your advice. I just wanted to tell you what my dreams were. All <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go to the 609 caller. Yes, sir. 609. Wait a minute. Let's get that switchboard up again. We have a time. All right, 609, time area code. You 609, are... 609. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, all right, this is the one and only billionaire Brown. We know that voice. <laughs> we, we know, know that who you voice. are. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited really, 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 really to be on this call right now. And I don't have a vested interest in uh, Zakira Casado, but I do work with her. And I got bad credit, but I'm here on this call to cosign. Is that all right? <laughs> I will co-sign, and and that's the thing with success. You don't need good credit to co-sign on something. I'm very successful myself, but it's nothing like it. It's like she just said, success does happen overnight, but greatness takes time. I've seen, you know, Kira, I, I, I've met Kira when she was a broke cashier working at Home Depot. You know what I mean? <laughs> success, like what she just said, success does take time, 
I mean, success can happen overnight, but greatness does take time. And I can agree and I can vouch for, I believe, Brian, I believe Greg, I believe Kira, I believe everybody on this call, including myself, greatness does take time. Even all of us took nine months to be created, right or wrong. That's right. Mm -hmm. Greatness does take time. And I want to say that it's been about nine months from when she was a broke cashier to when she made this transition to becoming who she is today. And I, just to hear her on this call, you know, it, it, it's just solidific. It, it's just it just solidifies everything that people see in growth. I don't care if if you're work if you're that broke cashier that's on the call. If you're that broke cashier, look what you can be. Look what you can be. And Kara also mentioned on this call, and I, I know Brian was answering the question. He said, "I got to find a name for what me and me and Greg is really about." No, I was sitting here thinking, I said, man, y'all are some dream builders. Y'all are some dream builders. This is another dream right now, but I'm not asleep. I cannot believe that Kira, Zykira Casado is on y'all's call. This call is, has thousands of callers on this line right now. And Kira Casado, that same broke, and she don't mind me saying that now because she ain't broke no more. But <laughs> it, I, I just want to—I want to stress to everybody that's on this call: if you broke, it's okay. Because what the topic is is—is is what is your mindset? What is your mindset? And this young lady, she's only what twenty-three or twenty-four years old. That's powerful information. I just want to say. Kudos and kudos and kudos and kudos to growth. Not only just to Kira Casado, but I just want to give kudos to growth. Because when you say Kira Casado, and if you know her from the beginning to the end, that's what it represents. She's more than just her name, Zykira Casado. She represents growth. She represents change. Yeah. And I just want to say, man, Brian... Think no longer of what you and Greg do for the masses. You guys are dream builders. Hmm. And I just support everything that you guys do, and I want you guys to keep doing this thing until the wheels fall off, and I'm so proud to have ever, ever, ever have met you. And it's just a blessing. So just keep doing what you're doing. Kara Casado, we're proud of you. I'm heading to Chicago right now, and I got some listeners that's on the call as well. And we're very inspired with what you're doing. You're a young female. You know, a lot of the young females out there now, if they're beautiful such as yourself, they're looking to get into the model industry. They're looking to be cheerleaders for a football team. They don't know that you can actually work a business, still get the same fellas that you got, and still have integrity, still have God in your life, and still be in the business of helping people. Keep doing what you're doing. You're an inspiration, not only for those that tell you, but imagine all of the lives that you're changing with the people that don't tell you. Action is the key to success, and Kara, I believe you got it down pat. Let's go. 2009 is the most amazing year. Don't have a great day? Create a great day. Kara, keep doing your thing. Thanks, Greg and Brian. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you, you so sir. Thanks, Dee. Zakiria, when you hear people talk about you, like that. Just let's let's go back to when you were in the valley. Did you ever think you would hear someone talk about you the way that uh, Demetrius just did? Um, no, no, absolutely not. When I was in the the dark ages, is what I call it. Um, when people used to say nice things to me, I always thought they had an intention of. I was. Um, you know, in a relationship that made me think what I was told was, you know, if somebody, especially a guy, told you nice things, it was for one intent and only one intent only. <laughs> so I always had a um, a bad taste for compliments, which was, um, you know, definitely a detriment. Uh, but once I realized that success, successful people, for whatever reason, because it's like a karma thing, when people understand what it takes to be to win. Once you understand that, 
you want to help other people. And once I understood that, then I knew it was sincere. And then that's when I started taking heed to it, which helped me see who I was and um, which made me dedicate my time and energy to be the person I always wanted to be and just to, to uh, bridge that gap between who I currently was. So that was my goal, and I was going to do anything that it took to, to win. I think that's when most people have to just realize that people who reach out to you and, and, and give you those compliments and give you those, tell you about who they see, because most cases and in a lot of cases, people see who you are before you do. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me, with that being said, um, you know, you know, back in the day, if I did hear you say it, it was, I didn't really hear it. And I never would dream that, you know, someone um, at Demetrius and Ralph and Tony and all those individuals' calibers would actually come to me and, and um, say those things. And you don't expect it, but through your actions, you will receive those type of praises. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Zakira, we want to get your uh, contact information, you know, um, how people can contact you if they want to do business with six-figure mommies and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, um, Greg. Oh, no, sorry, Brian. <laughs> and Greg told me how you can't stand that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? I- I'll say this real quick. <clears throat> the reason it doesn't bother me anymore is because a lot of people say Greg and I have such great synergy that we sound like the same people. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Um well, basically, you, the way that you can get in contact with, with me, um, with Six Figure Mommies, it's an organization. Uh, we're in the healthcare industry, and what we do is we help families and small businesses by um, giving them and providing them with affordable medical and dental benefits. You guys know about the healthcare crisis, and we have the alternate alternative solution to that problem. And what I do is I show women and men. Um, how they can generate income from home and at the same time help these 47 million individuals without health care. And um, the widget or what we do isn't really the issue because you can sell bricks <laughs> or you can provide pencils and you can be successful with the right plan. Right. Um, but the one thing I will tell people is that the one thing this business gave me was that growth that Demetrius just talked about. Uh, what I am very serious about the people on my team is their personal development. They're uh, figuring out what they are willing to do. So before you take this information um, that I'm going to give, you need to just have those three things. You have to have a major want. You have to be willing to work. (laughs) And you have to be willing to coach and allow someone who's been there and done that, like myself, guide you to getting to the success that you need to get to because um that's that's where our real drive is. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me um anytime at area at toll free at eight 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 six eight four three three one one. Again that number is eight 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 six eight four three three one one. Or you can simply uh go straight to the website which is six figure mommies and mommies is spelled M-O-M-M-I-E-S, plural uh, tense of mommies, and it's the word six, so it's sixfiguremommies.com. And you can email me as well at uh, frowns, like a frown on your face, with an with plural, the number two, smiles, at gmail.com. So that's F-R-O-W-N, the number two, S-M-I-L-E-S, um, at gmail.com. <laughs> also, for people who really aren't really interested in earning some extra income but is one of the victims of the healthcare crisis, they can go straight to finallybenefits.com and get the information about our services. And if you do call um, from the show and you just tell us that our promo code is from ASC Motivations, uh, we are cutting all our prices in half, and our prices are extremely low. Um, and we're we're talking low, like 19.95 a month for your family, and we're cutting those prices in half for the month of April. And it's only two more days in the month, so you would have to call um, immediately to get those this, those particular savings for the promotion. And again, that website is finallybenefits.com, and that number is the same: eight 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 six eight four three three one one. 
All right. Well, Sakira, we thank you so much for coming on the show. We are now out of time, everyone. But thank you. We appreciate you coming on, and we want to say to all of our listeners, thank you again for listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, where we know that you have learned to be more, do more, and have more. We thank you again. We bid you good evening. God bless you all, and please join us on Monday where we'll have another exciting show. Thank you, and good night. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Thank you.